and prayers we're back and we have um the newly famous uh twitter persona of the week blossy hi blossy hi What's that's up? what people well, call you right is it blossy or blassy or oh it's a blassy yeah blassy. i like i like that you spell it differently you spell b-l-a-s-s-i-y and i <laughs> and like i just like i like that you keep you you do that. I I think that I I give you permission to spell you know spell it like that. That's like just because Q can't spell. That's really <laughs> <all it is. laughs> I didn't realize I was doing that till now. That's so that's so ridiculous. That's so retarded. Oh yeah, we go by Q and A on the pod because I know you can see my name. So yeah. just in case, yes. um yeah, I I do spell it. I do spell it that way, and I I didn't realize it wasn't spelled. Where's the name come from? Classy Fred Blas Blassy Oh yeah, so um well, I'm a big Andy Kaufman fan, and in the '80s he did a uh sort of like a documentary that was parody parodying um the movie my dinner with andre and he called it my breakfast with blassie which uh had the wrestler classy fred blassie i'm not a wrestling fan at all people think that i i might be but i'm just like a big andy kaufman fan and um <laughs> i made that my display name like in 2020 so like literally three years ago i just thought it would be funny i didn't want to have my real name on it anymore and I had like maybe like 50 followers. So it just stuck. And I figured people could call me Blassy, and that's kind of cute. I, I, I like I like being called. I love Blassie. how I say it Blossy too. Like I make it like Blossy <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Like, that's how it I rhymes with classy, Q. <laughs> I know. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> oh god well you've had quite the week i'm glad we got you on before you were too too big for us <laughs> in your red scare adjacent podcast oh yeah like shout out your pod right at the top it's like oh the yeah top. uh i have a podcast with uh my friend and co-host jean parmesan on twitter um and it's called crazy love pod and we have a page it's at crazy love pod and yeah, it's, uh, it's super yeah, it's it's super funny. You crack me up. I, I love the way you 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 come in hot every time. I love every clip I watch. So, thank you. you guys are a good du- a good duo. Um, it's been fun so far. Yeah. Oh, before I guess I guess the listeners will like this. Have you? I'm gonna ask the question. I, we're gonna do a, like we're gonna do a little acting moment. Um, have you gotten a box of Hestias yet? Now that you hit 10k. I've not gotten a box of Hestias yet, and I would be thrilled to receive one. Uh, well, what, just because what, what I came, you so that's that's what I thought was funny. <laughs> what did you? What was your requested ad so far? Oh, the only uh, <laughs> like the only advertisement request I've gotten, and I check all my DM requests, is for beef tallow. <laughs> like <laughs> literally, like for like to cook with, or like I'm not sure. Use it like I, as or, lotion now or something. I don't even. I th- know. Yeah, I think you can use it. F- I'm not exactly sure. That's not really even what I like. Really, I, like I don't tweet about <laughs> esoteric health, like yeah, kind right. of stuff. Like I, I, I mean, I realize that I'm sort of in the space where some people do, but I don't. I literally talk about how like I eat Cheetos and uh, like cry every day. 
but uh, so I'm not like a like you know you know health influencer. Um, but I, yeah, I guess the beef towel could have been used for like your your face. You know, it has a, a bunch of uses, but. But, well, yeah. Blassie, if you're listening, beef tallow people, Blassie said she'd be open, but you have to pay her. So yeah, <laughs> I, I will. I will do it from. I will do it for money. Yeah, we were talking about how a what we I would I'm always like you don't like when I say stuff like this, but how I would do anything for money. Like I like <laughs> I would I would take the old bucks like in a second. Like I would be like <laughs> I would sell out so fast. I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. if the price is right, you know. It's kind of like the time you said that you would put a picture of your butthole up on Twitter if someone gave you a hundred thousand for a hundred k. Yeah, I post hole for a hundred k. Wow, hundred k. Like, yeah. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> take I, that much for me? I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's definitely. Maybe I shouldn't say that because then I'll, somebody's gonna yeah, lowball me. You might get but... some offers. Yeah. Yeah. Don't lowball well, me, but like I know my worth, but like. And you already broke the internet with your photo of you just reading the news. So Yeah. And funny enough, I wasn't reading the news. I was uh, (laughs) looking at like the weather app on my friend's phone. I like told my friend, I'm like, take a picture of me. I'm not sure because I, you know, just wanted a picture of myself, um, you know, surrounded by all the records, like looking very cool and like contemplative. And she was like, okay, take my phone. So it's like you're you're on your phone. I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. So I was looking at probably like her lock screen and I thought it would be funny to caption it reading the news. And, you know, something about that just really like people really went in on me for that, for just, you know, like you have to like you had like the bongos out. I'm a gay guy, so I refer to boobs <laughs> in weird ways. But you had the titties sure. out. So that yeah, was like- no, I, I yeah, I definitely had the titties out. Um, I told you a little bit about that. So it's actually a vest from Shein and I ordered it like in a fugue state a few weeks ago and it did not fit whatsoever. It did not button. It didn't even get close to buttoning, but I've since lost like maybe like, I think from the last time that I tried it on to now, maybe like 10 pounds, five to anywhere between five to 10 pounds. And it buttoned up just barely, just hardly. I mean, you could tell it's like, it's snug, Um, but I can't return it anymore. I went past that window. So I was like, you know what? Let's just wear it and let's just have fun and let let's laugh and let's be cute. But people were like, "What really hurt is when uh, Pearl reposted it, and then a, a mom from Idaho, like straight up a mom, was like, yeah, just for anybody who's curious, what's wrong with this is that she looks like she bought that when she was 15 years old. It's too tight, but not in a sexy way. And that really hurt because it was coming from like, yeah, just like an Idaho mom. Like I felt really like sad in that moment. But otherwise, you should have told her to post physique. Oh, yeah. she had fo- posted physique, and she definitely <laughs> had those Idaho mom arms, like you know the really like soft arms with the elbows. I was like, oh, yeah, you're just jealous of my, my youth, and you've got a bunch of fucking kids and whatever. Yeah, your youth and beauty. It was also funny that Pearl's, oh my God, you're cracking me up already. Everything you say is so funny. Um, by the way, Sheen, would you, uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep plugging you. Would you go to, would you do the Sheen um, sweatshop tour? Like the <laughs> Dean Halsey did? Would you? Yeah. Just so that I could go abroad for free. Like I would, I would literally, you would, if you pay me to say anything, I will say it. Like I have no integrity. Like, I will go and I will be like, oh, my God, like, everything is so cool here. Like, 
Also, I love the. I didn't, the- I didn't see. The, I didn't see the cages. I didn't see the Asian <laughs> women, women like screaming from the cages. <laughs> yeah, I love that like plus size body positivity bo- positivity influencer. Like, I really, I loved her. She had her moment. Um, she seems genuinely. I, I like. I think about her sometimes. She, she, she and Halsey is what they call her. Um, she seems like genuinely happy. Like I, I think she's potentially like could like could have been a serial killer in another life. But um, it seems like she's found her calling. You know, that's how. Yeah. I she kind of has like nothing behind the eyes. Like she kind of yeah. seems like really, really, really dumb. That's Q's like preferred look. That's like what he's going. Yeah, for. I yeah. like. I like. Like I. I think like the. I call it like the lobotomy dead eyes. That's why I like Dasha. Like you know, like oh, for sure. I, I like the like dead eyed look. Um, but wait, what I was going to say was what was funny about Pearl's drag of you is first off, you're a young woman. I don't know if you say your age. Do you on Twitter? Oh yeah, I'm 22. She's 22, yeah. So she's really young. And Pearl was like, this is not the outfit of a wife and a mother. And I'm like, well, she's neither of those things. (laughs) She's like a 22-year-old Zoomer. Why would would you dress like a wife and a mother? You know? Yeah. Not not what I'm looking to dress like at the moment. You know, in in due time, yeah, I'll start wearing like loft and, you know. Pearl's but, style is horrible, though. Like, yeah. I have to say it. like, she's not exactly, like, killing the wife and mother look either. No. She dresses, like, she, like, had a growth spurt over the summer, and but her, like, family's too poor to afford new clothes for her. <laughs> like, have you seen that picture of her where she's, like, wearing this, like, little, it's kind of like, it looks like it should be a normal shirt, but it fits her, like, a crop top. You can kind yeah. of see midriff. And it says, like, women shouldn't vote. Like, <laughs> Everything in there looks like she had like she just grew like too tall over the summer, but like they can't afford new clothes for her. They can't afford to go over to like the Walmart and get her like new stuff. So she's still wearing like the stuff from last year, even though it doesn't fit her. And it's like kind of yeah, she, can't, she cannot dress herself. Like I've known some six two bitches in my life, and like there right. is a way to dress that type of body. I mean, literally, I, I had a friend who was true truly six two. She was my height. Um, and like, you can dress that body, but Pearl's not managing it. She's definitely not doing it right. Not enough fabric. I don't know. I feel for her though, because I think she wants to be a wife and a mother, but she can't quite, um, handle it. So her plan is just to take rights away from all women first. That's yeah. That's actually how I got her to block me is because I, somebody DM me, I'm not going to say who, but it was like somebody really came in clutch and they were like, talk about how her ex-boyfriend left her because that is like her her sore spot. And I was like, ooh, tell me more. <laughs> um, at this point, I was like just blind with rage. I'm not sure why. It's just like I had ignored her for months and like I was, you know, cool with like ignoring her, but she kind of came for me for no reason at all, unprompted. Um, so they told me all about this story where she was dating this guy who was apparently homeless at the time, and uh, oh, he looks he, like he looks like a, a black a fat black guy with Down syndrome. I'm not trying to be mean, but like literally, he does look. Like, just, <laughs> he literally like, does like, he, <laughs> like yeah, he, he looks like he would like like yeah he looks like he's doesn't harm people, but not because like he doesn't want to or anything, but like he's physically like 
Yeah, he's like, or like, yeah, no, he's mentally he looks like, homeless. I feel bad. I mean, I feel really guilty saying that, but he looks like a homeless person. Anyway, what? So what happened? Yeah, so he moved in pretty immediately with her and her family, mm. um, and uh, I think she moved to LA or something, and he went with her. I'm not exactly sure if this is the right story, but he, I think he blew up a little bit. Like he started, you know, coming into his own and. Uh, kind of was too embarrassed to take her to events and dumped her. And she, that kind of started her, like her whole villain arc. And Wait, that homeless guy, he, down syndrome boyfriend dumped her. What did he blow up as? I don't know. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> that's racist. I shouldn't say that. Maybe he was a businessman. I don't know. He could have been entrepreneur. Yeah. God, could you imagine if you were walking down the street and some homeless guy was like, hey, hey, shorty, get over, get over here. And you like went over and then like proceeded to date him and took him into your family home. And then yeah. he later dumped you. I mean, that's just like not good judgment on Pearl's part. But it's also just like, that's so sad. Like, it's like she yeah. saved him from the streets, you know? You shouldn't yeah. do that. You shouldn't it do that. It sounds like she may have wanted to just, like, piss off her parents, if I had to guess. I mean, that's what it sounds mm, like. That's a good me. point. Yeah. I've had some girlfriends who have, like, almost made out with homeless guys in the street when they're drunk. And I've had to be like, come on. This is for, like, they're like, no, he gave, me a, he gave me a cigarette. We're talking. And I'm like... He is homeless. We need to, <laughs> we need to, we need to leave. <laughs> We're in the worst part of Manhattan. Like, why is this happening right now? They know who they are. They listen. So anyway, I saved them though. I saved them from a pearl. But they never, they never actually made out with like a homeless guy. Cause I can't imagine like waking up and like the absolute, like, <laughs> like the horror and the anxiety of like realizing you made out with like a homeless guy last night. Um, not, not that I, not that I ever saw, but seeing their drunk behavior in the street, it seems like maybe yeah. it could have possibly happened when I wasn't there, but I, I'm a, I'm a solid, you know, wingman. I would never let that happen. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good thing to not let your friends have that moment of shame in the morning. Um, but you know, we all, we all have our, we've all had our, our moments. Um, I thought I hooked up with a homeless guy once, but then he took me back to his apartment. So I was like confirmed. Uh, <laughs> he has a place. <laughs> this guy I met outside of a gay club when I was like 22 and I was like making out with him. And like for a second, I was like, is he homeless? But then well, he- Where did me. you think he was taking you? Well, I mean, once he was like, let's go back to my apartment. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> okay. I was just saying like making out, you know, gay guy, like making out in the street, total slut. I was like for a second in my brain, I was like, could he be homeless? And it was a very harrowing thought to realize, but he wasn't. So, Oh, thank goodness. Crisis of well, Still beating you on that one, Pearl. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So before we do Priscilla, I wanted to ask you, do you feel like, you're the voice of a generation or your generation. <laughs> I'm definitely the voice of some, some people. Like, I, I don't think I'm the voice of my generation because my generation is always really, really mad at me. Like I posted something about how I woke up and just, I don't know why I said, why I was compelled to say this, but I just said something about how Phoebe Bridger and the boy genius band, like those uh, little, like those little lesbians 
yeah. are so disgusting to me. Like, I think, like, their pussy smell like rust, and they are so ugly and repulsive. And, like, they literally make me want to puke whenever I see them on my timeline. Like, when I see them, like, make, they, they do this, like, making out in concert, and it is so gross. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes Phoebe pulls out, her like, her little floppy little tits. And, like, they it gets posted. People are, like, obsessed with it. And I'm just, like, I just felt like I had to really speak out about it because I love white girls, and I love I love, I, I, you know, I love that stuff, but I, I really don't like that. Um, and I had a lot of people coming for me, but like young Zoomers, like 16 to 18 year old kids were like really, really upset at me. Um, so they're I like, don't. They're like sacred to Zoomers though. Like I had a Zoomer at my birthday party and I was like, what should I play? I don't know what to play. I only listen to Lana Del Rey and Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And she was like, put on Boy Genius. So I don't know. That was that was literally three weeks ago, and that was my first introduction to them. But they're ugly. I agree. I saw them on yeah. SNL. Though. Yeah. But you got dragged. I yeah. I really really did get dragged. Um, it's it wasn't as bad as like when other groups of Twitter dragged me because like they you know they're sixteen to eighteen years old, so they're like pretty young. They don't know how to read a bitch. Um, <laughs> but yeah. it was, yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't speak for, for all, most people. I think I speak for like a select few people. Yeah. You have a, like, who do you think your audience is? Like how would, how would you describe it? Um, I think guys really like you. I will say that you're like popular amongst the, um, the weird gays. <laughs> yeah. The weird, yeah. The weird, Weird gays definitely like me. I've always been friends with gay guys my whole life. I recently made a tweet that was like, I think I'm a, I'm a, like a gay man trapped in a woman's body, like all the time. Um, but yeah, the weird gays like me, the weird girls like me. Um, like maybe like, maybe like, I, I think working class girls who've maybe like been through a little bit of like domestic violence here and there like yeah. had a couple like spats with their ex-boyfriends or something like that um the latinas really like me i hope um it seems like they do you kind of um, give like latina daria do you even know that reference or are you too young oh my gosh yeah i used to work at a pharmacy and one of my pharmacists came up to me one day and was like you know who you remind me of you remind me of daria and then like <laughs> two hours later we were working together and he was like when i was in college i always wanted to date like a girl like daria Damn. And I was like, okay, you're married. So like, let's like cool it with the comments. But I was like really flattered actually. He tried it. He tried it. Yeah. Um, I want to ask about some of your Twitter hits. How did the, how, <laughs> what brought about? I mean, what brought about the picture of you stepping over the migrants to file your police report? <laughs> oh my God. Such a fun <laughs> moment. Um, She's so- in the greater Chirac area. A, by the way. Yeah, I live, um, I, yeah, I live in the south side of Chicago. Um, and so, yeah, I had to file a, a police report against that guy that I went on a date with, um, yeah. f- infamously, um, who ended up being like a total weirdo. Um, and actually, it was such a fun moment because I got to be like in distress and like, uh, mm. I, I, I needed saving. Um, so, uh, actually like, uh, the person who took that picture while the whole thing was transpiring, uh, like the guy was saying like, I'm going to kill you. I didn't know what to do. And a guy who had got, I'd gone on a date with a week earlier, also from Twitter, who was also like mad autistic, but like really hot. 
um, <laughs> and like relatively like normal and stuff, but just, like a different kind of autistic. Um, really good looking. Uh, he texted me and he was like, "Why did you block me?" And I was like, "Oh, because like you didn't like respond to me for like a day." I was like really pissed. I was like trying to you know get his attention. And then I was like, wait, but you know what's happening? And he works for, uh, I don't know if I should say this. Uh, he works, uh, he's like, he he's whatever, he's a paramedic for the city. So I was like, oh, I feel like he would have like some knowledge to spare. So I was telling him about what was happening. And he was like, oh, do you want me to, he lives pretty close to me. He was like, do you want me to like come pick you up and take you to the police station to file a police report? And I was like, oh, no, it's okay. But then he said, like, oh, I'm going to, like, kill you and your family or something like that. And I was like, okay, fine. You can come. And I literally was writing you outside. You um, You secretly wanted to come. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know. You, I just wanted him, you just wanted him to, like, beg a little. Anyway, okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I wanted him to, like, you know, just, like, plead with me a little bit. Um, <laughs> and then I was outside waiting for him. And my my we were all freaking out. I was freaking out. Um. I was, uh, like, chain-smoking cigarettes, and, like, I felt like Ray Liotta in Goodfellas when, like, the, he's, like, driving the car, and then the helicopter is, like, he's, like, looking out for the helicopter. <laughs> uh, I, it felt so dramatic and awesome and, like, <laughs> like really bad but really good. And he came and picked me up. Uh, he said, you know, waved hello at my mother, and uh, we were off. We went to uh, the police station to file a police report, and he helped me. Um, like do it a little bit and also he was like telling me like how cpd is like and well yeah chicago police department is totally inept they're probably not going to do anything but it's good to like have a paper trail and he was just being like very nice and uh like calming me down because i was having a total meltdown and he took the picture and then he sent it to me a few days later and i was like oh my god this is gonna be so good like such a <laughs> on his like little like iphone 6 i was like oh, i was so mad that like he doesn't have like a better quality iphone because the, the picture is just a little bit grainy and it really bothered me but yeah i loved that moment um it's what- so cinematic really if you think about it yeah, like the only I could see you playing it up a little bit. Like you have the cigarette in your hand, like maybe like let like if you had mascara on, you let it like run just a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I could see you really leaning into the whole Yeah, like the woman in distress. Um yeah. but yeah, the only thing that could stop like a bad schizophrenic guy is uh, a good schizophrenic guy. So that's how that really felt. And I when I came back home, I was like telling my mom like wasn't he like so handsome? And she, was like, <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And I was like, but like, really, like you saw him, right? Like he's like Bill, you know? She was like, yeah. Okay. Relax. I'm just like, just wanted to make sure you knew. Your mom's like, are we going to die today or what? <laughs> She's like, is, is like the guy still in Chicago? Like, is he like, the, and I'm like, I mean, probably who knows, but like, <laughs> That, that guy was like really attractive. Your mom's like, is CPD gonna come and like monitor us and stuff? You're like, oh no, 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 nothing has happened. No, no safety has been achieved. No, but like, <laughs> but that was so Lana Del Rey when he like picked me up and took me to the police station. You're like, oh they, call me, they call me a bitch and told me to leave, but um, you saw the guy, right? The guy, the 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 Asian police officer kept like, I think he thought I was like straight up a prostitute. I'm like, no, officer, like, 
<laughs> I am like a niche internet micro celebrity. <laughs> like I wasn't sure whether or not I should tell him like I have a Twitter because he's like, he's like, how old are you? And I'm like 22. And he's like, no way. Let me see your ID. And then I was, I showed him my ID and he's like, how old was the guy? And I'm like, well, he was like 40. And he's like, okay, whatever. Um, and you, what's his, what's his name? And I'm like, um, I don't really know his name. And he's like, <laughs> I didn't. He's like, what kind of car did he drive? And I'm like, I don't know. Do you have his license plates? No. And he's like, so you got into his car with you got into a stranger's car who you didn't know his real name and you don't know what kind of car he drives and you don't know his nice license plate and you like don't know like anything about him like that sounds like so yeah that does sound really suspicious but like did you give him his twitter at or something yeah i showed him like his twitter app but his twitter at isn't even his real name so like that was kind of useless but the date initially went well, right? Like famous. He took that sexy picture of you. Oh, like yeah. for, for at least a little while, it had been going well. He was a little weird. He like, I was like, okay. He was like, we were texting a little bit and he had been like, hey, I like take these like nature retreats. Like I'm going to like, you know, like Canada. Do you, I'm renting a cabin. Like, do you want to come with me? And oh, I, at this point, I was like. Flag already. I know. And he's like, you know, I'll fly you out and everything. And I was like, oh, like a nature retreat that honestly sounds like kind of like it could be fun. But like something told me like, don't go like you dumb bitch. Like that's so stupid. <laughs> um, which is so great. I literally look up the Airbnb <laughs> and then like in the in the reviews were like, yeah, it was like a good experience. But like we could not get cell service like at oh, all. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, so this is where you're taking me. Um, so, so then he asked me again. He's like, I'm going to like, I don't know, like Iowa or something like somewhere in the Midwest. And he's and he's like, I'll fly you out again. Like, come on. Like, I heard you don't have plans for fly your birthday. You out to Iowa. Nice. Yeah, I know. And I was, yeah, was like, where every girl wants to go. Um, <laughs> hot destination and he was like i'm rent- we're i'm like by the lake we're gonna do like i'm gonna do fishing i'll cook for you whatever whatever and i'm like uh i don't know like i just don't think i'm comfortable with doing that and he's like okay how about this what if i go to chicago and i take you on a date and i was like okay whatever and i figured since like it was you know my home turf and like you know it was just a date i was i was taking an uber there and i plan to take an uber back but didn't happen that way he took me home instead um and so i was just like i don't i don't have too many like safety concerns and also i never have i'm like so stupid like i will get in a stranger's car and not and, oh but like know. going on a date with a rando in your home city is like way lower stakes than nature yeah. retreat no cell service i would say yeah so i'm so glad i didn't do that because i'm <laughs> i would not <laughs> i would definitely not be here right now um but I did think about it for like a moment I was like what if I just did this like like be dramatic and like my friends were like wait where are you and I'm like I'm just kind of like at this like nature retreat right now like yeah except you wouldn't be doing that because you wouldn't have a cell phone yeah that's true they said it was iffy (laughs) like I felt I I felt like I could like find a way to like sometimes text them but but yeah it definitely wasn't good cell service from according to the Airbnb reviews or whatever but yeah, so so dumb. 
Well, you lived through it. And then, sorry, A, I'm asking Blassie all of her, uh, all, all of her, I have no, one no, more. No, do it, do it. I know no. we're like kind of gang out, but we will talk about, did you, did you see, did you see Priscilla or read the book? No, no, of course okay, not. Okay. Of course not, yeah. Um, okay, my last thing I want to ask you about, what was, what was it like having your picture used? Um, <laughs> the Zionist accusations um, and like, in the heat of like when people were like literally losing their jobs and stuff and like crazy shit was going down and all that. that so they, was- used, they used the sexy picture of you. I thought I thought you had a great Twitter moment when you when that guy's thread had like thousands and thousands of comments and you were like, all politics aside, but isn't she really pretty? That was that was cracking me up. So funny. Um, but wait, were, were you getting accused of being pro-Palestine or pro-Israel? I can't even remember. It wasn't even you. It was like, the, the name was like Marina. Melina. Um, yeah. Or whatever. I don't know the last name, but. Like Russian name. It was like Melina Abramovic. I'm making that up. She's <laughs> no, that's literally what I called her, Melina Abramovic. But I'm just saying that because of um, <laughs> the, the artist lady with the Abramovic. What's her name? Marina Abramovic? I don't know. Marina Abramovic, yeah. yeah I have her, I have her memoir right here. We've talked about her. Um, oh, love her. We think her. she's a Satanist. Um, but yeah, anyway, what happened with that? What were you being accused of? Oh, yeah. I was accused of being like a crazy like Zionist. And uh, it was just really... And then I just was looking at my DM request and somebody was like, hey, they're using your picture. And they were using the picture that... The, I call him my stalker. I know he wasn't like, that's kind of like stolen valor a little bit, but um, yeah, I do just like for shorthand call him my stalker. The pictures that my stalker took of me on our date where I was looking like so hot, um, they used that uh, as the, as the profile picture. And they were just saying like all these crazy things and like threatening this guy, this extremely like pro Palestine guy. Um, his name is Lucas Gage and, um, uh, like they were just having like a role play ass like conversation. She was like, yeah, it was definitely a little bit like race play ish. For sure. And I was like, okay, I think he's doing it. Like, I think he is like doing both parts of the conversation. Cause this is so corny and like, like there's just no way like it is very, yeah, it was very like honestly very fetishy and stuff, but um i just saw it as a great opportunity to like seize the moment and like make it as like funny and as about me as i possibly could and i think i did just that yeah no it worked you've had like a meteoric rise i would say <laughs> these, last, <laughs> these last three weeks yeah you've had a lot of a lot of solid opportunities um which i love i love seeing i love seeing blassy which i now know how to spell and say um <laughs> rise through the the twitter ranks so um yeah i i i think you're i think you're you're well on your way i i see it i see it for you um should we talk about the did you see the movie or did you just read the book um i actually went to see the movie yesterday and i read like 30 i feel so bad i read like 30 pages of the book yeah, i listened to i'm like okay now that we're confessing i'm, I'm really happy that we're confessing this because yeah. <laughs> i listened to of the six hour and 48 minute book i've listened to 34 minutes and 15 seconds yeah i'm literally like <laughs> <laughs> so so what what is it what is this like an age gap discourse thing or like what's going oh, no, on no, we just want to talk about like i'm assuming or i'm hoping that you even though you're so much younger than me and obviously like I'm way too young to have been a fan of Priscilla Presley. I wasn't even alive when she was 
you know, having her mom, but you know, Lana and everything, like I obviously she's like on my mood boards and stuff. Um, <laughs> so I figured you maybe were one of those people too, who like kind of like looking at pictures of her and stuff or no, not before this. Oh, I love, I love, yeah, I just love pictures of her. Yeah, right? me too. And I, and I love, I, I've always been a fan of that quote that she has where she refers to Elvis as like um, her father and like almost nearly like God to her. Like, I love that kind of. It's a great vibe. quote. And she actually reads the audiobook, and it's really funny because she laughs a lot while she's reading. She oh, and, and she laughs and she laughs when she says that quote. I wish I could play it for you, but there's no, <laughs> there's no way I can make it sound good. But she's like, yeah. She does her little breathy voice thing. She still has it even in her 70s. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. he was like my father and almost like a god. <laughs> me. <laughs> That's how she says it. <laughs> Literally me. <laughs> Literally me talking about a guy who I went on like two dates with. I'm like, <laughs> it's so funny too because she keeps um, in the book, even in the 34 minutes and 15 seconds I listened to, um, she keeps saying like, she's like, I, I was I was so thin and so beautiful, um, and all the boys just loved me. But for some reason, just the girls just couldn't quite, you know, uh, they really wouldn't accept me into their group, and that was really hard for me. Um, and she says stuff like that like constantly in like the first like chapter. Yeah, I read that and I was like, okay, girl. Like she just kept going. She was like, yeah. And I was like, people thought that I was so beautiful with my little upturned nose and like my (laughs) rosy little cheeks. And like, honestly, I've looked at pictures of her when she was like, when she was 14, like when she met Elvis. And I don't know, maybe like things were different back then. Like obviously like everybody has like, you know, like iPhone face, like everybody looks like very like pornified. So maybe that's just like my opinion. But she was like not that hot like no she definitely wasn't that hot i mean i feel like when those pictures of her i mean i think she had like great um what is it like scaffolding or whatever you want to call it like she has like a a, a symmetrical face (laughs) um but she got really hot when elvis who my theory when we get into the movie is that they were kind of depicting him as gay in that movie. Um, but when her faggot husband like dresses her up and like puts her in all that makeup and stuff, that's when she got yeah. really hot, you know? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. That was like her hottest moment. Yeah. Her hottest moments were when she had like that, uh, like the teased up hair and it black and hair and just like the dark eye makeup. Yeah. So let's get into it. Like, I'm not saying Elvis was gay, but don't you think the movie, like Jacob Elordi's performance was like, they were really giving gay. No, they were giving gay. Actually, now that I think about it, it kind of, he kind of, Elvis kind of reminds me of Kanye in the way that like he takes his, you know, GF and just like, like for instance, with Julia Fox and with Kim Kardashian, just like made her into like a doll, like a really like weird. And his new wife too, who no one even knows her name. The one that gave him the PJ in Venice um, that got them banned from Venice for life, Um, which is so funny. But um. Yeah, he really, like, he really is giving that. Like, I'm going to make her into my, like, perfect idol queen fashion diva next to me. Or at least the movie said that he did that. And she says that in the book. She does in the 34 minutes I listened to. She does say that Elvis, because I listened to, like, the prologue or whatever when he dies. And she was like, Elvis had dressed me and given me everything and given me my style. And I was like... Yeah 
so interesting that he was like that. Do you think that that's gay or narcissistic though? I mean, that we ha- we're only going off the movie in this tiny bit of this book we read, but that that whole thing, is that just a narcissist? I can't imagine a straight guy would ever want to, like, do you, like, you never have picked out an outfit for your wife, right, eh? No. <laughs> I mean, I have known guys who do that, who claim that they're straight, but it's always dudes that, you know. Have you ever, would you even buy your wife clothes? I don't think so. I think even that's a little weird. I mean, as like a gift or something, but not. Like something she tried on and knew she liked. Like you wouldn't go out and be like, I really want to see you in this particular dress or something. I mean, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe if I was Elvis and like a god and a father or whatever, you know. know. And you had like a millions and millions of dollars, and you could buy, you could buy like a. And I married a a fourteen-year-old. And you could buy like a thirty thousand dollar, like whatever, Versace dress. I know how to say that. Um, yeah, I don't even, the age gap stuff really, like, is kind of boring to me. Like, I don't even want to get into it. I mean, she was, I guess we should, like, address that. The movie definitely goes for victim, I think, a little bit, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I will say that I feel like dressing your lady like that, like, in in a Kanye or Elvis fashion is not, is neither gay or straight. It's, like, very asexual, it's like it's like very like yeah like it's very asexual vibes like it um i had a boyfriend who kind of did that to me like Mm -hmm. dressed me up in uh like his preferred brand of clothing and stuff like that and like would we would like wear coordinating outfits to go out to dinner and stuff and like he would buy me like clothes that he wanted to see me in like like designer stuff See, but the one guy I know, I guess I won't say his name. He he was not listening to this podcast, but there's this guy I know. They were like the they were like this couple that was together from sixth grade all the way through. They're married now. And he always seems so gay, like has like the voice, everything, so gay. Yeah. And um I, I will say this, they named their son King. First name. Okay. So it's a little bit self-aggrandizement, I would say, for a, just a random <laughs> random couple. But one thing that he always did in high school and still does on Instagram is, like, dress and style her and, like, take photos of her. Mm-hmm. And I was always, like, it just seems so gay to me. But I, I get what you're saying. It's maybe more, like, it is maybe not even sexual at all. There's nothing even, like, sexual about doing that. It's kind of just a weird autistic-y thing to do. Well, I think, like, I, I'll say, like, I, well, Kanye seems pretty asexual to me. Like, I don't think he has, like, that, like... Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I just don't think it's... A guy who does that doesn't really have, like... Uh, or has, like, mother issues or some weird thing that, like... Maybe, like, a Madonna whore complex or something like that. Yeah, and Kim, even now, like, I'm sure... I think Kim was sexual, like, obviously the sex tape and stuff, which I've seen, and... It's not really giving like sex goddess, to be honest. But not at all. Offense, Kim. Sorry, it just seems really performative. Like it seems like you were making a video, which which is like, I mean, I guess if you're gonna make a sex video, you're gonna you're gonna perform for the camera or whatever. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I'm, I'm getting off topic. But <laughs> I um, agree, though. I, I've seen. I watched it back in the day, and I would give. Yeah, it a, it's not very a like minus. 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like she's like great and bad. It just seems like she's like trying to like pose for the camera. But but you don't want to look gross in your sex video. For sure. Um, so I get why she's like sucking her stomach in and all that. But anyway, blah, blah, blah. The point is, is I can't even imagine someone as famous as even any, either of them now having like a real sexual experience. It seems impossible when you're that famous. Yeah. Your brain must be so fucked, right? Like just fried. I yeah, I think so. But like yeah. you, you couldn't even get out of like the glare. Anyway, whatever. What did you think of the movie? I love Sofia Coppola. What did you think of her take on the whole thing? Um, I really liked it. I mean, I paid a lot of attention to like the wardrobe. Like, I think that they did a really, I think they did a pretty good job at um sort of portraying like uh just her sort of evolution from a very kind of like dumb and sweet like girl to like I remember the first time in the movie when she was like maybe like 18 or so where uh Elvis was like oh that that dress don't suit you baby you look really bad in that dress baby oh no it don't do nothing for you you're a small girl and she was like all right fuck you then and that was and like he started laughing and like it was like kind of cute but like she did like say the f word which she probably wouldn't have cussed like before that like imagine when they first met she definitely wouldn't have cussed and um then she kind of just became like her own i liked it when i love that moment they didn't really talk about it but she did cheat on elvis with her karate i was like i didn't you guys like yeah why aren't they showing she's getting the karate, the karate instructor and her are having this like affair? They should have shown that. Yes, they should have. I agree. They definitely should have. Is that in the book? That's yeah. in the book. And that's like, that's like historical fact now that yeah, she, yeah. she, they were living basically completely separate. She was in LA and he was in Vegas and she oh. was sleeping with her karate instructor. During like the fat Elvis era. Yeah, that the like okay. the kind of bitter end of their marriage. Um, but yeah, they should have shown that. I agree. Um, it, I, I thought it was interesting how many scenes they had to do of him turning her down for sex. That's why I thought it was giving gay. Oh, she's, why did they have to do eight scenes like that? And it's not just when she's a kid. It's like, even when it's like, even after they've had a baby together and stuff, she's like trying to have, get him to have sex with her. And he's like, never wants to fuck her. Yeah, I th- I read about that. Um, he just didn't want to fuck her because she had already had his kid. And, like, he just, like, could not get hard with, like, women who are mothers. Like, that's just, like, a Uh-oh. thing. And I think it's because of how much he loved his mother. Like, Elvis was, like, a huge, like, mama's boy. Like, insane. And yeah, she yeah, yeah. died, like, I think a year before he met Priscilla. And, like, it uh, in the book she says, like, yeah, like, everybody says, really, um, that – Elvis's mom was the great love of his life. I know that's such a weird quote right at the top of the book. And that's then another she, like, weird he, Kanye connection too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Kanye with his mother, Donda. Um, yeah. And she like, she leans in hard to the daddy issues thing too, because literally one of the first revelations in the book is that she was adopted. And that her dad- was so my job I didn't know that about her I didn't know that either yeah so she like she never she didn't know until she was a teenager like right before she met Elvis that her mom had had a first marriage and the dad had died in battle I guess in World yeah, War II like six months when I mean, she was like six months old or something old is she could she have been alive during World War II I don't even know anyway <laughs> her dad had died in some war and 
the her the guy she knew as her dad had just like been her adopted dad. So then anyway, it's like it's like daddy issues and mommy issues colliding with this pair. Right. Um, but yeah, they did, I guess like on the, like, they do depict, it does seem really, I will say this, there's a few things that I thought were funny, like not funny, but like interesting. They do depict it as really creepy. The opening when she's 14 relationship, they don't try to like sugarcoat that in the movie. Um, how did they meet? They met because, and this is in the book too. They met because she was having a, like a diet pop at the diner. Um, (laughs) And some military guy came over and was like, do you want to meet Elvis Presley? And it kind of seemed like, like uh, I did some like Googling on this. It kind of seemed like guys would try to bring, because they were in Germany on um, on a military base. And it kind of seemed like guys to get close to Elvis would try to bring like hot women over to his house. And that's kind of how she got this invitation. And the guy allegedly didn't know she was 14. um, And that her parents agreed to let her go if she was chaperoned by him and his wife. So that's how they met. They took her to a party um, at at his house outside the Air Force base. Um, and she tells him she's 14 immediately, does not deter him at all. Um, so that was interesting. They also make her seem like a terrible mother, which I thought was interesting given that this is like her story. Didn't you feel like they made her seem like a bad mom in the movie? Not really. I thought she kind of seemed like a good mom to me. She's always passing her off to the nanny and stuff though. I was like, if this were, if I were Priscilla and this was my movie, I'd, I'd really want to seem like an amazing hands-on mother. I don't mm, know. For sure. But like, yeah, I've it, in the scenes that she was with her, she seemed like really patient and and kind. But yeah, I, I do agree. She was passing her off to the nanny quite often. <laughs> and you find out early in the book that when um, Elvis died, she wasn't even with Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie was with Elvis visiting. Oh yeah. So that seems really traumatic and sad to me that she wasn't there with her daughter. Um. But yeah, I don't know. The movie is I, the movie was cool. I love I love. There's a few scenes I thought stood out. I really loved when they took LSD together. I thought that was good. Um, and he, there is a really funny middle part of the movie where Elvis gets into like he kind of becomes like an esoteric right <laughs> right oh, way, yeah. like weird like intellectual bro, and he's like all into reading all this like philosophy and stuff and she's like so fucking bored which i think is a really relatable experience so relatable like been there (laughs) like she's laying next to him in some like negligee he's totally ignoring her won't fuck her and he's just like reading her like literally like quoting philosophy and she finally like loses her mind she's like i can't fucking do it anymore like i can't do this you know (laughs) And then they finally, like, do an intervention and he, like, burns all the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do a book burning. She's finally, like, she's like, I can't. It, it's so funny, too, because the line in the movie is she's like, she's like, you can have your books and me. Like, I don't understand why we have to read these stupid books all day. <laughs> which, I, which I think is so funny because it's like, it's true. Like, I would be so bored if that was what he wanted me to do all day. Just read these, like, stupid books, you know? Yeah. And, like, what even? were they in real life like was that like I don't even know like they were like 60s I mean the impression I got is that they were like 60s like guru like they got into sort of like the 60s vibe for a little Mm -hmm. while so they were like 
meditation gurus and stuff. He wasn't reading like Kant, you know? Right. I don't think. I mean, no. It didn't seem like it. (laughs) Neither Um, of them seemed like super smart. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what what, 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 what else stood out to you, Blassie. I love that scene where they're like coming out. I think maybe was it the casino and like she's wearing like gingham and and these sunglasses and they're both wearing sunglasses and they look they're getting photographed and they look so fucking glamorous. Like in that moment, I'm so jealous. I'm actually jealous of Priscilla like the whole movie mostly. Um, yeah, I mean it's the ultimate pick me story. You have to yeah. Like she was literally plucked out of like. Yeah, she was like, like you said, she was drinking her little diet pop at the little like counter, uh, playing something on the jukebox or whatever, and just happened to like literally get married to one of the most well known men in all of history. And it's just insane. And, you know, good for her. But although she did seem pretty miserable. Um, but you know towards uh, she was miserable but I love when she kind of like that they didn't really show too much of you know like her in the 70s or 80s Um, but she seemed like just like uh, I I, I was looking at a lot of pictures of her earlier earlier today and she looked way better looking in like the 70s and 80s like she was like hot like she was a hot lady um yeah she definitely came into her own i mean she was so fucking she was i I read that she was 27 when they got divorced which is crazy oh, like yeah she was so young the entire time they mm-hmm. were together yeah. um and it is such an insane i mean i get that it's like she never seems to claim like a sort of victimhood status at all I, i've heard that the, the whole book i mean i didn't read it but i heard that the whole book she never really gets it she never really does that um but she's clearly like you know it was clearly very like weird and sad in some ways that she was like moved to graceland as a teenager he had to enroll her in catholic school that was part of the parents agreement um so she was she was like driven by a chauffeur every day to catholic school and because she was still in high school when she came and lived with him and it doesn't even seem like she got to see him all that much in their marriage to be honest because like his whole thing was like you're back here at graceland in this like boring mansion and i am like in la and i'm in vegas and i'm partying and you are just like my pretty little house pet that like stays here and you, yeah, you get to stay with, like, my mean-ass dad, who is, like, always <laughs> bitching at her for whatever reason. Like, that scene where she's, like, oh, talking God. to the to the girls who work in, like, the basement, and he's like, you gotta get out of here. I know, and they, he, they wouldn't <laughs> let her, they immediately tell her the second she gets to Graceland, they're like, you're not allowed to bring any friends back to the house. Yeah. Um, she's trying to talk to these, like, secretary ladies, um, a, and the dad comes in and he's like, get out of here. They need, they have work to do. And it's like, she yeah. has nobody to talk to. She doesn't have a phone. No. Oh my gosh. She can't even like doom scroll like, or anything. Like she is like, <laughs> she can't even like have like Instagram reels. Like she's so miserable. Like this bitch is so bored. She was like playing and she also can't like draw too much attention to herself. Like she's literally kind of imprisoned. Um, Like when she was playing with her little dog and the uh yard, somebody came up to her room somebody came up to her and was like, you can't be causing a scene out here because, you know, the little girls is going to show up and, you know, they're going to want to like, you know, talk to you and stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, 
Interesting. So when does the when does the movie start and like when does it end? It starts when she's 14 and it starts with their romance on the base. And then mm-hmm. she moves to Graceland and she does get some like celeb, like the Vegas scene. She does get to go party with him in Vegas. He does start giving her drugs almost immediately, which <laughs> I thought that part was like, I thought about that a lot. And I was like, if I was going to be imprisoned in this mansion, the one thing I would be is like, please leave the Adderall and the Valium. Like, please. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) for sure. uh, So at the very least, I had something to do, you know? Um, And yeah. And then it ends pretty much with their divorce. There's like a, I guess like a, he, he basically attacks her in this hotel room and she decides to divorce him after that. That's like what happens. Yeah, I think it literally ends with her driving out of Graceland, right? Is that like... Yeah, I cried. I cried a little bit because it's like she does like... she. I'm like getting chills a little bit thinking about it. I love Sofia Coppola (laughs) so much. Sofia Coppola always does like the poor little rich girl movie. But yeah, the final... (laughs) She she loves a poor little... Which is like makes sense given who she is. I mean, she's a Coppola. Um, But yeah, the final scene is her as like a self-actualized 70s lady with her like feathery hair, like driving out of Graceland and not looking back, you know? Yeah. And you can tell, like, I mean, I think what this scene was kind of like trying to, you know, portray is like, she's, she's going to miss it. Like she is, she, it was like, it was kind of like, yeah, it was really like prison like for her, honestly, but uh, she probably like looks back at it sort of fondly because that's literally where she spent like her, you know, formative years. Yeah, it's like you got to think about it. Like I know Blassie, you're still in your formative years, but A and I, it's like she did spend like like from 16 to 27, which I would say are most people's like years where their like identity is formed. She was doing this. Like this is what she was doing. It's like such a unique yeah. experience, but. That is pretty crazy. Wait, so how long is she just like doing nothing in the mansion? A lot of time because like, he didn't mar- he, he didn't marry her until she was twenty two, and they have the baby mm. after that. And when they get divorced in the movie, it looked like she was still pretty young. So there was a lot of time where well, she, she was gets just- into the karate at some point, right? That's like after she has the baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think she thought the baby, I think she thought Lisa Marie would, like, bring them together, but, like, he doesn't kind of, he kind of doesn't give a fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, like, kind of, yeah, he's grossed out by her sexually after she became a mother, which I think it's just so, it's it's so mommy issues of him. That's such a weird thing, too, when, like, that's, like, a right, I know you're, like, I I don't feel like any of us identify as right-wing, but we're all sort of, like, on that weird side of Twitter. (laughs) It's funny that you're there, because I'm, like, why is Glassy here? She never posts anything political. Um, (laughs) But, but, um, they always talk about, like, yeah, like, I feel like they always talk about being grossed out after a woman has a baby, and I'm, like, that's, that is weird to me. I feel like you're a woman should be like hotter to you after she has your baby almost like yeah i'm a milf supremacist yeah you really are and i think that's great i think that's nice yeah. like that. um <laughs> it actually has babies if you didn't know Lassie. a couple wow how many i got two i got two that's and, cool do yeah. you talk about how old they are or anything yeah 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 i got a three-year-old daughter and a one-year-old son 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's a daddy for real. Um, not a god yet. No, not a god. But I think it's better. Like I don't. I I, I was trying to think if. No, I'm lying. If I could choose Priscilla's life or my life, I think I would choose Priscilla's life. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely choose Priscilla's <laughs> life. I yeah, like after, I mean, it's kind of like it feels like after she, you know, uh, like left him and stuff, like and was able to like. I mean, she always loved him. I think she said something like that. Like she always had yeah. a bond with him, of course. Um, but she like was able to like live her own life and do whatever and like sleep with whomever probably, um, and date you know, and just, you know, live her actual life. I think that I feel like she kind of served her prison sentence and then was able to like <laughs> live like a really, really happy life, which her prison wow. sentence wasn't even that much. Like she was getting to wear like Chanel and a bunch of like, or actually, I can't she believe Chanel? you would trade 10K followers for Priscilla. I would. <laughs> I would in an instant. I would even trade it for all the weird sex stuff. It's like, it doesn't seem like, I mean, like it definitely seems like she went through some stuff, but I would still trade it because yeah, from 27 on, she got to be, she was Priscilla Presley. She's an American icon. Yeah. And she wasn't even that old when it was all over. Yeah. She was 27. Like that's such a chic age to get divorced actually. Like (laughs) to get divorced in your twenties is like so chic. Like actually I'm like aspiring to do that. Like either I get, (laughs) I get married and like I made for life but if I don't, like, let I'm going to get divorced at, like, 27 to 29. Yeah, it's a chic age to get divorced. And she had her one baby. She never had another. Oh, no, she did have more kids. I forgot. No, she didn't. Did she? No, oh, I she did. I think Lisa Marie's her only. Oh, yeah. Lisa Marie's the one who had. Lisa Marie had four kids. Um, what do you yeah. think about the fact that uh, Riley Keough... Uh, hates the movie and like doesn't like pr- that Priscilla did this. She doesn't. No, Riley so, Riley, so Riley Keough is her granddaughter, um, Lisa yeah. Marie's daughter, who's like in a bunch of movies now, and yeah. she's the sole heir of Graceland now. So she, I guess she has all that now. Um, but yeah, apparently Riley Keough was like, we did the Elvis movie last year, and that's that was the movie we wanted. Like for the oh, like the one with Austin Butler. Yeah, and they were, and she's like, "That's what we wanted. That was the portrayal we wanted." But this movie is called Priscilla. It's not called, you know, it's not called Elvis. It's like also that movie sucked. Like every, like everybody knows that that movie sucked. It's so weird. It's it's so bad. It's like so nauseating. Like I still, I've watched it a few times. Um, and it's just like weird. Like with the with with the Colonel, like that that whole thing. Like he's so weird. Oh wow! No one gives a fuck about that Tom Hanks character. No one cares. Nobody, literally nobody. So that's a weird thing for her to say. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, I think it's because like Lisa Marie felt like the movie because Lisa Marie died knowing this movie was going to be made, and apparently Lisa, which is also very sad, her daughter died young. Oh yeah, um, but um, Lisa Marie like didn't want Elvis to be like. Den- denigrated or be like treated like a, a villain or whatever that's a fair know. point but I mean, <laughs> kind of like, he kind of like literally like he kind of was though like he kind of like threw shit at her all the time like I mean I, I think they did a good job at not like making him seem too too ter- terrible like 
he was no, like, oh, he still seems like he loved her in yeah. a way. But it's, I mean, he did take, he did take a fucking 14 year old away from her family. To- yeah. Like there's no way to make him seem like, like he never did anything like ever. He never did anything wrong. Like he gave her like a fucking like quaalude and like she was out cold for two days and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like- one of the first things he does. She gets there <laughs> and she like, she wants to spend time with him. That was a funny scene too. She's like, she's like so excited. She gets to like finally go live with him after all like just writing letters for like two years she's still only 16 and the very first thing he does is they get in her bedroom and he's like let's take these and go to sleep baby (laughs) (laughs) he's like what she's like i just got here like i want to like chill and like hang and like talk and he's like no no no. let's take these pills and go to sleep and she sleeps for two days oh my god yeah like she's like literally like yeah like 90 pounds probably and but she gets into the uppers. I thought that that was funny. She starts to like the uppers, kind of. Oh yeah, I like that scene where she puts out her little hand, like, um, like, oh, like I think they're at like the casino, and Elvis is like giving his like him and his friends like you know giving them all pills, oh, and then yes. she puts out her little hand, like, okay, me too. And uppers at the one. casino is like such a a vibe. Yes, it is fun. It is fun to be coked out at a casino. We were cooked out at a casino once together. Eh? We were. We were. Oh, wow. Yeah. And a, a tranny called you out for having coke on your nose. I don't remember that, but good for, <laughs> good for her. I'm glad. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I would, I would, I would definitely. Get, well, part of the reason she gets into the uppers. Um, wait, what's your timing like, Blassie? We usually go for like, like 115, 120. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel fine. I'll, I'll, I don't have anything to do. I'll stay until whenever. Making sure you don't have like a hot, like you're not headed to like a, <laughs> the Hestia after party. serial killer. Like, um. no, I, really don't. <laughs> I, I know like IRL from Twitter. I know like, by the way, like I know like four people maybe. Oh like, yeah, me too. Like, I don't know any, like I don't know anybody. I've met, let me think. I've met from Twitter like, yeah, something like that. Three or four. Oh, the but Radfam Hitler took me to one, one like Twitter p- party that happened once. Oh, so one cool. time. It was did, fine. You have, did you have fun? <laughs> I had fun. I took an Adderall. Okay. Um, and it was like a really like it was a really crazy party, and I like forgot like what the one thing that was funny about it is like everyone I met had sort of a like like a grift going on, you know, like, so it was kind of hard to keep That's track. That's just New like, York. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess so. But I've definitely, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm like being generous to New York, but that is New York. So it's like everyone I met had like a company or like a podcast or they were like a journalist. And I was like trying to like keep track of like what everyone was doing. And then I was like trying to also sort of like, I was drunk and I was like trying to sort of like talk about my podcast and they were like, Oh, well tell me more about it. Like, cause you know, I guess they thought it could be huge, but like, no, <laughs> it's not a huge, um, <laughs> but, but you did, you did meet nobody who then broke the Hestia story. I right did meet nobody. Yeah, nobody clothing who's sweet and hot and nice. And he um, <laughs> he uh, he came on the pod. And yeah, he was the one, first one I ever heard say that he thought there was something up with the Hestias. Because that was the one thing, you'll, you'll think this is funny, Blassie. This is how like not in the scene I am. People kept trying to give me Hestias that night. 
And I didn't get that it was like, I didn't understand that I was being handed, like, you know what I mean? Like they were like, oh, I have Hestias. And I'm like, okay. Like I, 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 didn't, I didn't even know, I didn't know what it was or what they were trying to give me. And I was like, I'm gonna stick with my Marolites. And I didn't, oh, I, I didn't take a stance. And I, I didn't even, that. I didn't smoke, I didn't smoke one Hestia all night. I smoked an entire pack of Marolites essentially. That was you know. probably a good move. I know. Yeah. Anyway, he was nobody was saying that uh we're calling him nobody but he, that's his clothing brand. But he was saying that um he thinks they were making him really sick. And he mm. had this he had this theory that the Hestias were to like wipe out the dissident. Yeah. <laughs> well, York. he was saying at all these parties, at all these parties, they just will have like a bucket, like a like a like a garbage you know, can full of like hesty packs of cigarettes yeah. that are they're handing out for free. To, have you ever been to a party and they're just handing out like shitloads of free cigarettes? No, but I think it. I think it could be chic. Like I read at Mary Kate and Ashley, or not Mary Kate Olson's wedding. They had um, little silver trays of cigs on everyone's table, and you could smoke inside. I that's, that too. That, that, that's yeah, that's pretty cheek. Um, that's pretty cheek and cool to me. I mean, not a bucket of like packs of pastillas, but like just <laughs> yeah. kind of like you're like so fucking loaded and rich that wherever your glamorous ass wedding is, that they, mm. they let you smoke inside. They don't give a fuck, and you just your guests just have you know, yeah, easy access. Well, and to- it's just weird. They mail it to your house. They mail the cigarettes to your house. How does that? Yeah, work? that's the only way to buy them. Yeah, like what the fuck, you know. Blassie will let us know. She's gonna get a. She's gonna get the. the she's gonna get the sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. She'll get the sponsorship. The dark money. Knows. We'll see. You'll take the pics. You'll take the pics. <laughs> um, I can't. I can't think of anything else I can really say about Priscilla. I do recommend the movie. I do love. Um, I do love Sofia Coppola. I hope she keeps making movies about imprisoned rich girls. <laughs> I. I think the. I think the next one she should do is the Romanovs. The Russian aristocracy. Is this a character that you relate to, cute? Like that you feel like you have an affinity for? Don't make you're you're trying to make fun of me already. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a character I relate to, but I've always liked. I've always liked and been fascinated by girls who are kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Like I think uh, has she done like an Edie Sedgwick thing? No, but that'd be another great one. She should do, yeah, she should do that. Should be her next thing. She should do an Edie Sedgwick, like literally the OG poor little rich girl. That would be incredible because the one Edie Sedgwick movie we got was so bad. And it's so, so yeah, the one with um, who's playing her? Anna Miller, who's a great who. To be looks fair, great. looks, looks great. great the entire time. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Like the look was perfect, but the move, yeah. the execution of the movie just was like. Not that great. But no, obviously, I as a gay guy who grew up in, like, middle-class Texas, I don't relate to this at all. My life was nothing like, nothing like this movie in any way, shape, or form. Well, no. I just talked about before how you, like, re- you connect with, like, more with, like, female characters or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I've always liked the poor, I've always liked poor little rich girls. I've had a lot of them in my life. I still have some chaotic ones in my life to this day. Um, who are like my friends. Um, and I don't know what it is about them. I just, well, my therapist thinks that it's because my mom was kind of a poor little rich girl and she was so chaotic and BPD and insane. 
Um, he thinks that I seek that out. Um, so I don't know. That's, yeah. But they're fun to be around, you know? I mean, less and less the older I get, but <laughs> <laughs> when you're young, they're fun to be around. Do you relate to this character at all, Blassie? I'm guessing no. Uh only only slightly because i did uh, well i dated somebody who was like more proud definitely no elvis for sure like actually kind of like a like a idiot but no i shouldn't say that because he might listen to this um uh somebody more powerful than me that did kind of like mold me sort Mm. of into um in a lot of ways like who i am so uh who i am right now you know which which is still like not a whole lot. Well, what draws you to the like poor little rich girl thing? Because one thing I know about you is you and we have this in common, have had mm. some like psychiatric, you've talked about this on the, on the TL, so I'm not like sharing it, but you've had some oh, like sure. psychiatric stuff go on, right? For sure, like my whole entire life, yeah, only. Yeah, so that's like, probably- the gain sentience. Psychiatric stuff going on. Yeah. You know, like you've, I think you, you've said you've been hospitalized and stuff like that before. Yeah, I was when I was like uh, pretty young. I was like maybe like 13 or 14. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing I relate to about these characters is I feel like I was like, around the girls who were like cutters and like smoked cigs and like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, th- and these, and all these Sofia Coppola girls, like virgin suicides and stuff, you know, famously it's like literally about that. That's kind of like the vibe she's giving is like the, you know, the adolescent, the angst of the adolescent girl or whatever. Yeah. I was definitely like troubled, but it wasn't like as glamorous as that because like I grew up like working class and like the South side of Chicago. So like how like glam could it be? Um, like, yeah, it wasn't like any like girl, it wasn't like, I wasn't like Susanna Kaysen and Girl Interrupted or anything like, no, yeah, I was pretty, I was like, they sent me like, you know, the Medicaid, um, (laughs) like psychiatric hospital with like a bunch of like schizophrenic, like kids with like oppositional defiant disorder and like, who who, like can't get out because their parents like are, are literally in prison or something. It's just funny because you had a tweet that you got kind of dragged for, but that cracked me up when you were like, you were like, when I got sent to the psychiatric institution, I was like, where are the like Fiona Apple, like, yeah, (laughs) like to, because that's literally what I felt like at my core, which, which I literally was like, I was just like a a Susanna Kaysen in my head. I was a Susanna Kaysen, but like outwardly, nobody was treating me like a Susanna (laughs) because I wasn't at Bard, I was, like, in seventh grade, you know? Um, and, like, working class in the inner city, literally. Um, so, Have you read yeah. Prozac Nation and stuff like that? I've read all those books, the, like, Troubled World. I saw the movie with Christina Ricci, the Prozac the Nation movie, like, a long time ago, but I haven't read it, no. The, the book's more fun. Girl Interrupted, the book, is more fun, too, than the movie. Oh, really? I would say um, they're both, but well, actually JK, what am I saying? There's not more fun than the movie. It's also good. The move, the Prozac nation, the book is better than the movie girl interrupted. Nothing will ever beat Angelina Jolie's performance. Oh, so good. Yeah. And I still think of that scene where she trades the laxatives for the three Valium yeah. and then she <laughs> pops the three Valium in her mouth. And I was like, ah, oh, she had such a relaxing day after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, she probably did. <laughs> I love the scene. I love, I love how uh, just like 
adorable she is when she's like, I'm going to, if you don't, she was like telling one of the nurses, like, if you don't give me this, like, I'm going to stab myself in my aorta. And they're like, that's not your aorta, Lisa. And she's like pointing at her neck. I'm actually not sure where your aorta is. Probably like somewhere here. Um, but not sure. I'm not a doctor. Um, and and she was like, uh-huh, yeah, I was just testing you. Like, she's like a riot. Like, she, I love her vibe in that movie. Have you seen any of these movies, A, or relate to the... Well, I don't have like the BPD fetish or whatever. I, I dated mm. one BPD and then... I, that was kind of, I get, you know, that kind of got it out of my system. So you're not like a guy who like wants the crazy girl, like some Twitter guys claim they want. No, no. I mean, I mean, it's no, no, honestly, no. I mean, <laughs> I will say you did end up with an extremely chill wife who's not like that at all. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, chill, well, I I mean, don't, yeah, but, but not BPD. Not BPD, but to the extent, no offense, Blassie, that all women have a little have a little bit of, of that course, inside. Of course, yeah, and I love women. women, so yeah, it's like that nice, you know, like a little, like like a little dash of BPD, but you know, it can't be like the whole the whole meal, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, all women do the a little bit of like the attention seeking, and I think it's great. I think it's f- so fun. It I, fun. I guess if you have to date them. It's not that fun, but being on the periphery is really like being the gay observer of a girl like long housing her boyfriend by acting absolutely <laughs> insane. It's so it's such a fun experience. It's really fun to witness from the side. There's like, like every time you walk into a room, there's like a one in thirty chance that like they'll be mad at you for something That's- that you could never have anticipated that's so me (laughs) oh my god i love i love going i i love i mean again the older i get the less i want this because i just want to have like like sleep but um i've i've had i've had so many funny um like memories of going out with a girl and her boyfriend gay third wheel and like she just treats him like shit the whole time and it's like cracking me up um and i can tell that he did something like probably not that bad that she's just mad about you know yeah, but that's the role. <laughs> Gotta keep us you guys on get our to toes. Be, they get to be men, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what does that entail? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we get like a flashlight, and we can just goon. You know, that's like our male privilege. Mm. Do you believe in male privilege, Blassie? Uh, I think so. <laughs> I think there, I think we both get some pretty unique perks, uh, men and women. Um, I guess it's kind of cool that men, like like much like Elvis, gets to do his whole thing and then basically gets to have like a house pet as a wife. And like the best thing that Priscilla could have ever achieved was being Elvis's wife. Um, but the best thing that Elvis achieved was being Elvis. Um, but that means that you have to become like an Elvis well not necessarily an Elvis but like a very powerful guy which I'm sure is like a very um it it would be hard like I wouldn't be able to do that if I was a guy to be honest like I would be I'd be like really like yeah I'd probably be like an incel in my like mom's basement which is kind of what I am right now literally (laughs) well that's what I was gonna say I mean the Elvis that was like 60 years ago or whatever too I mean Times have changed. I don't know, who, you know like, who is Elvis right now. 
You know? No, I guess Kanye was, but they got they they got a him. And by they, I don't mean Jews. Happy <laughs> Hotel. I know she's watching us. Um, but um, I, you know, what's it's interesting to hear you talk about that though, because I think that like part of the reason Taylor Swift and this new boy seem so uncanny is because like the roles are reversed. So. Oh yeah, like the best thing that he's gotten to do is be like Taylor mm-hmm. Swift's boyfriend, which is so, yeah, it is a little jarring. Um, but it must be, yeah, I guess sometimes in the rare instances where you can really break through to like a, another form of superstardom, um, you get to be, you get to be the man, you get to be the Elvis <laughs> as a woman. Right, but we don't like it. We just don't like it as much because it's like, yeah. it's because we want the, we want women to be the muse and, sure. and it's sort of weird to see like a, big media spectacle relationship where the woman is the we don't like it as much it's not as fun it's just yeah and it makes me like deeply uncomfortable it's like when like a woman proposes to a man like that's like so that like made like, like shakes me to like my core oh my I, I can't i can't give an opinion on this because this i'm i i'm worried someone who listens but yeah i've seen that happen and it's 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 oh, weird. i'm sorry actually no offense to anybody who's ever <laughs> <laughs> like literally actually i think that's empowering and that's actually pretty cool so. <laughs> no i think it's weird i mean I, just, that. I as a gay guy i wish that the some of the stuff that i always thought that and this is gonna this is gonna be like people are gonna be like oh he wants to be a doll like that's like an accusation do have you gotten transvestigated yet <laughs> um yeah sometimes people and I'm just like, I, I, it's been a while, but people have just like asked like, oh, are you trans? And I'm like, no, I just have like high testosterone. Yeah. The gay, the gay Twitter guy version of that is that you want to be trans. So what I'm about mm-hmm. to say is going to really give ammo to some people with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, one thing I've always been jealous of in women is the way that like, cause like two gay guys it's like you're not gonna get the same vibe but like the way women can get like pursued and sort of like wooed and sort of like swept off their feet like you know i'm kind of jealous of that so but i don't want to be a woman (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is pretty fun um yeah and with two guys you don't get that like i'm always like trying to like convince my boyfriend to like let me not work and stuff but like i'm never gonna get to be like a house pet at home He's yeah, like, like you have to go work. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I definitely would like to just be like a house pet sometimes. Um, just because like work. It, Andrew Tate made a tweet about this literally today, and he's like, he said something like, um, "It's women. It stresses women out way too much to achieve anything." And like, at first I read that, and I was like, "Okay, not true. Like, women can achieve literally anything." But then I was like realizing, like, I've been so stressed out. <laughs> these past few days because I had to record a podcast and then tomorrow I have my stand-up class and then my friend wants to meet for like lunch at some point and I was just like this is way too much on my plate right now and I literally don't have a job like <laughs> I literally have all the fucking time in the world and I'm stressed out all the time for no reason I, like I literally ordered I had to order Taco Bell yesterday um which That's is rough. something that I <laughs> which is something that I really a tweet that you made that I really love Q is like one of my all time favorite tweets is how you order order Taco Bell and then after you order you like plead with like 
You like said your like nephew died or something. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter is in the hospital. I don't have a daughter. Childless. Just trying to get them to give me my money back and not send the Taco Bell to my house. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And, and, it, and like someone... literally that day, he tweeted that Q was like in my DM, being like, "Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just have such a strong conscience. I just literally can't lie. Like, it's not <laughs> possible." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like lying while saying that. Like I was like lying about how I don't lie when I do like lie all the time, like in situations like this. Yeah. Um oh my god. Like my friend, my friend today was asking me, like, she like can't get her Adderall. And I was like, you just need to go and just stand there until they give it to you at the pharmacy. And she was like, Well, how do you do it? And I was like, just walk in and say that you're going to Greece for a month and you're leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow and she's like what do you mean you could just do that and I'm like yeah just say whatever who cares you know yeah. it's not really yeah I don't really care I, I mean I used to work in a pharmacy people would make up stuff like that all the time <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay like, I, you didn't even have to make that up like I would have just like put in the early refill override for you like I don't really care like I just work here um, yeah okay anyway. so is pharmacist a real job oh yeah this is so this was one of my takes yeah. well, i got people in trouble that you oh, did, were you the one that said that oh like pharmacists like what are they doing they just like count pills yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that was you oh i'm so pissed i was literally gonna like quote, rage quote tweet that like i was literally so mad um that really riled me up Okay. So a pharmacist, like I'm not a pharmacist, but like a pharmacist is somebody who goes through four years of undergrad and then four years of postgrad, they go to pharmacy school. And then if they work at Walgreens, they most likely didn't do residency. It's just the market is so oversaturated right now with pharmacists that uh, a lot of them can't get like actual like good jobs, like clinical positions in hospitals and stuff. So a lot of them do have to like work in like Walgreens or, you know, CVS, which is super miserable, but um, they are absolutely like swamped with work. Like, I don't think you realize how many people take prescriptions every single fucking day. Like, I mean, like I like, yes, like I'm always like, I'm guilty of this too. I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, the only, like, gal, like, who, like, takes Prozac and, like, I'm the only, I have, like, girl interrupted syndrome or whatever, um, and, like, I think I'm the only person, but there are literally uh, thousands of people, like, we used to fill thousands of prescriptions every day, and they would just print out, like, at, like, at, like, at peak hours, like, literally, like, the, the pamphlets would come out, like, it, it would scare me. One time I left, I literally left because I was crying and I couldn't figure out like what was going on because ev- everybody's prescription was just coming out. Everybody. And I had to, I had to grab the leaflet. I had to grab the medication. I had to put it in a toe. I had to like, sit. it was like a whole <laughs> lot of things. It's kind of like working in like food service, but with just, like, medi- medications and it's like even worse. And the, f- yeah, like we are counting pills, but like, we also like have to make sure that everything is like, right. And everything always goes wrong. Like we don't have like the, we don't have the medication in stock, like something like the manufacturer, like, like we have a different manufacturer, so we have to change it. We have like a million other people, like the, the pharmacist has to review the prescription. Somebody has to type it up. Somebody has to like find a profile for the patient, make sure that it matches. There's so much you have to do. And it doesn't, it's, it's all stupid stuff. Like it is really retarded. Like, yeah, I'm doing like really retarded tasks all the time, but like, um, 
it is super time. It somehow is really super time consuming. And it does seem like all we do <laughs> is like count pills and like, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I believe you for sure. I'll just say that like whenever I go to the pharmacy, there's just like four people kind of like standing around and like you live okay, in like yeah. a, you live in like a nice area. Like I live in like a bad neighborhood, and like the pharmacy is literally like there's like twenty people in line every time I go, and people are like cursing out. The- and it's like and then people get up there and their insurance doesn't work and they're like they're like what the fuck and the pharmacist is like i can't fix your fucking insurance like i you know what i mean actually i've seen i've seen some of the pharmacy tech people like curse back at people like i can't fucking fix your insurance like you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not like an insurance care like i'm not you know what i mean like you have to go call or whatever and people are really People are really rude. I feel like I feel like your neighborhood is nice enough that probably it's not like that, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely do get you, though, when, like, I've gone to, like, my pharmacy and, like, literally they all seem like they're not doing shit. They're, like, listening to Bad Bunny on their phones and, like, <laughs> they're, like, and I'm, like, I'm bringing, like, an antibiotic script because I'm, like, a you know, a, everything's always happening to me. And they're, like, yeah, it'll be, like, four hours come back <laughs> and i'm like i you could just i literally i i see it right there on the shelf you could just it shouldn't take more than 15 minutes and they're like you don't understand we're really really backed up we're really backed up and it's gonna be four hours but at my pharmacy we were genuinely like all like stressed out all the time we had like 15 people out the door and stuff like and i was cussing people out i actually had a really bad um, I cussed this lady out with one leg and then my gay coworker had to pull me aside and she, and he was like, listen, Blassie, um, you can't argue with her because she only has one leg and you have two legs and you have to realize that like, <laughs> he only has one leg. Like you have to like treat her yeah. with kindness. Yeah. That's like retarded gay guy. That's like retarded gay guy logic, but it kind of makes sense. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to admit, I wouldn't want to be like the middleman between all these like crazy hoes and their pills. You know what I mean? And you can't, I will say this, like, I know like a lot of people are going in there to get their like whatever meds, but their school um, shooter pills. Yeah. Like I wouldn't die without my Zoloft, like for a couple days, like it wouldn't like, yeah. kill me. but you can, um, but you, you got the really, tweakers with their Adderall, you know what I mean? But you can really, but you can't, like, with stuff like insulin and stuff, like, you can really fuck up. Like, you can, oh you God. could, like, you could, like, really hurt someone with certain, I'm just saying, like, the we stakes. Would, yeah, we would almost kill somebody on insulin, like, once a week, like, all the time. <laughs> I mean, it happens a lot. Like, and I'm not even kidding. Like, we have I've this guy and, like, people... People getting the wrong, the wrong doses of insulin does happen a lot and people do die. So it's like, it is, you know, it, I get that like Adderall shit like that, like you can live without it, but there is stuff that you can really fuck, fuck up someone's life, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, do you feel ashamed a of your take or you still feel strongly? I stand by it. that's fine yeah i had a pharmacist a super chill pharmacist who was like i asked him one time i'm like how do you feel about like people who like say that all you do is like count pills and he was like they're kind of (laughs) right 
Yeah. The pharmacist in my neighborhood seems stressed out. Like he is always sweating and like people are so rude. Yeah. Oh my God. And like, like half the people, probably even more than half the people in my neighborhood don't even speak English. So they're always dealing with that too. Um, And it's not even just Spanish. It's like, it's like everything under the sun. It's like, but, and also, I mean, I'm not even really coming like, I, I'm open about the fact that my job is completely fake too. So it's not really, I mean. That is true. You do constantly talk about how you have a fake email job. So. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. The pharmacists might take issue with me calling their job fake, but <laughs> whatever. Do the Walgreens pharmacists like make good money? They, well, my pharmacist made like, well, he was working at a pretty good uh like place he made like 130 maybe a little less than that maybe it was like 110 i can't remember 110 to 130 honestly i thought it would be honestly i thought it'd be more than that so he, you know. really he that's worked, pretty yeah. good money for what the, i mean i guess i don't know my perspective but you okay no well they, no they trust me these people earn every fucking penny like like i've seen seeing them work it's like they're really good um and also like they don't get like any respect like technically like uh, a farm d is like a terminal degree like yeah. they, they don't get respect they are always sweating they are like really fucked up and they kill themselves a lot yeah like, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a famously i've heard that it's like a high suicide profession yeah that because they graduate with so much debt and then they have to like are the pharmacists on drugs themselves um every pharmacist that i know is like i had one pharmacist mm-hmm. who uh-huh on, and here that's like, so funny. Where, that, where i thought that sentence would end where it ended was hilarious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like one was on like lisinopril just because he was like fat and stuff but like i'm sure he was like eating for a reason um because like he was like stressed um this other girl she was like really messed up so she was like on seroquel and this is part of my thing too is just i'm very like anti like pharma in general so yeah yeah um yeah i don't know i mean but the like but to a's question they're on like prescribed medication like it would be very difficult to steal like oxy from a pharmacy is my guess as a worker there you would get caught probably, right? <laughs> well, you, you, could, you could steal it from a hospital. I don't know why you couldn't steal it from a pharmacy. I mean. Classy space yeah. right now. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, no comment. Maybe it's better to say no comment. I, uh, not me personally, but it's it depends. But it's, it's, not, it's not impossible is what you're saying. you have the right to remain silent yeah yeah maybe this is a good we made it pretty far this is a good place to wrap up but thank you blassie for spending time with us we will make sure to bleep your name don't worry um and yeah i love i love being your twitter friend next time i'm in chicago we'll 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 do something yeah yes or if i'm ever in new york we will yeah hit me up for sure if you come here if you finally if you get flued out for the um, the Hestia um, release or whatever. For sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, thanks for coming thank you guys on. so much. You can plug your podcast one more time. I'm glad we did it at the top because uh, I never know if people make it all the way here. <laughs> go ahead and uh, go ahead and plug it one more time and then we'll sign off. Oh, yeah. Listen to my podcast, Crazy Love Pod. It's called Crazy Love Volume 2. But um, on Twitter, we're at Crazy Love Pod. And we make episodes sometimes. I'm not sure. I don't really. I'm not in charge of that. I just yeah. show up. Yeah. <laughs> My co-host does all the dirty work, but yeah. It's a little bit like that here too, but um, yeah. All right. Um, all right. Bye guys. Bye.